Real quick note before we get started, if you're someone who truly finds the content in this podcast valuable, I ask that you please rate it and share it with your colleagues. In doing so, you can help us reach more bankers who are struggling to find sales advice that truly serves them. All right, let's get into it. When someone's entering your world and we're just throwing out there, hey, when was the last time you met with your advisor? Hey, would you be open to a secondary review? Hey, the balance in your savings account's not making much of a return. Would you like to meet with a partner who can actually get your money working harder for you? When we say those things, the objections we are met with are not actually objections. And it's important to understand this. They are excuses. Welcome to the Banking on Sales Success podcast. I'm your host, Brian Drake. After a decade-long journey working in the banking industry, I learned a lot about what works and what doesn't, and now I'm sharing those insights with you. If you've been in the banking industry for some time, you've probably realized that the majority of sales advice out there isn't built for us. Let's dive into the episode. Welcome to episode 11 of Banking on Sales Success. Today, what we're talking about is why your position as a banker is so hard hard to succeed in, and help you understand why few actually do well. It comes down to one word, and that word is desire. To help me explain this, I want you to imagine that a couple just walked onto a car lot and they just approached a car salesman. Well, that couple, they wouldn't be there if they didn't have the desire for a car. That salesperson now can use sales tactics and strategies in order to get that couple into a car. Same thing. Imagine a real estate agent is sitting in their office and a couple walks in their door. That couple wouldn't be walking in if they didn't already have the desire within them for a house. So that real estate agent can use tactics and strategies to bring them on as clients. When people enter your world in the bank, you are asked to do the impossible. You see, the people walking in have no desire whatsoever to meet with your financial advisor, to do a review of their portfolio. But yet we're still expected to get clients onto the calendar. So knowing what we know now, knowing that the clients entering your world don't have the desire whatsoever, how can we possibly consistently get appointments on the calendar? Here's what you do. To engage the client in a conversation that will invoke desire within them to want to meet with your advisor. That's the secret. When someone's sitting with you and we prompt them with a question about what success looks like to them in terms of their financial future, and they paint a clear picture as to what they hope their life ideally looks like in the future, as they're explaining it to you, they are imagining it themselves. They're experiencing it themselves. And they start to feel like they desire getting closer to that life. And then we ask them a couple of thought-provoking questions. We ask, how much money do you think it's going to cost to fund that lifestyle? And how much do you have working for you now? And asking these questions allows the person across from you to really be honest with themselves. Do they truly know how much money they're going to need each and every month in order to fund a lifestyle like that? And based off of where they're at, do they have confidence that that life is truly going to be a reality? Once we do that, now the person across from you has a desire within them to want to get some sort of reassurance that they will in fact get to that life. And now once we make the recommendation, they are more open and moving forward. You may still be met with objections. Like I already have an advisor. I, I need to think about it. I don't have time. I need to talk to my spouse. But now 
when you try to overcome the objection, the objection's real because the person actually wants that meeting. Whereas when someone's entering your world and we're printing statements for them and we're just throwing out there, hey, when was the last time you met with your advisor? Hey, would you be open to a secondary review? Hey, the balance in your savings account's not making much of a return. Would you like to meet with a partner who can actually get your money working harder for you? You see, when we say those things, the objections we are met with are not actually objections. And it's important to understand this. They are excuses. Rather than saying, I'm not interested in creating conflict, they throw you an objection. In order for us to successfully get clients onto the advisor's calendar on a consistent basis, it is first getting a client to open up to us about their ideal life in the future. What does that look like? And then it's asking those thought-provoking questions about how much it's going to cost to fund it and how much they have working for them now before we can confidently walk away knowing that making that recommendation is going to be real because they're going to have the desire. And if we are met with an objection, we can approach it confidently. I hope that this episode gives you a little bit more clarity and also just allows you to not be so hard on yourself if you are struggling to do well in your role. I would argue to say that the sales job as a banker is the hardest sales job on the planet because people don't actually have the desire for anything we'd like to recommend. So it's being very strategic and very consistent with how we actually overcome that. Thank you for joining me today on this episode of Banking on Sales Success. I'm Brian Drake, your host. Until our next episode, keep challenging the status quo. And remember, your potential for remarkable success is within reach. Good luck to you guys.